Hello and welcome back to Art Smitten. Um, we have an interview coming up now with Emma Telfer and she's Open House Executive Director and she's working with ACMI this month on a production called What Would Jane Do? Hi Christina, how are you? Hi Emma, I'm good, how are you going? <laughs> yeah, very well, thank you. Now just so I'm clear, so what is it, What Would Jane Do? Is it a talk, is it a production, is it a lecture? Uh, so What Would Jane Do is a special program that we've put together um, here at Open House and we're doing it in partnership with ACMI and Wheeler Centre and it's a it's a bit of a deep dive into the life and work of Jane Jacobs who is or was I should say she has passed um, a leading American urbanist and city activist and we're using her life and work and her ideas as a catalyst to talk about things some of the issues and challenges that Melbourne's facing at the moment as it rapidly develops um, so the program consists of a whole month of screenings of Citizen Jane Battle for the City which is a new major documentary uh, screening at ACMI and opened last night. And then we've got two talks happening at the Wheeler Centre, one called Battle for Our Buildings and the second one is Self-Made City. And those talks are looking at issues such as um, citizen activism, citizen-led development and the challenges of preserving socially significant parts of our city. Um, And then the the final component of the program is uh, a series of um, walks under the Jane Walks banner. And that's a, yeah, that's that's a really interesting organisation coming out of Toronto and it's encouraging citizens to share information and their passion for the city with other citizens and residents. And so there's three walks happening across the actual open house weekend, which is the end of July. Amazing. So Jane Jacobs was an American urbanist and city activist. How, mm-hmm. how do you think her works and her research can be applied to Melbourne? Well, Jane is uh, a bit of, I guess, a darling of um, planning, in a sense. She was, in the 60s, she was the first to really start to write about, observe and write about how cities function, and not from a top-down approach, but from a bottom-up. How do people use cities? And also, was very much focused on the fact that cities are about people and are for people and only function well when people are part of the building of those cities. And so she started to write about this, and she wrote a number of books, I think nine in total, with her, her main body of work being the death and life of great Amer- American cities. And so we're, I guess we're applying that thinking to what's happening in Melbourne at the moment where um, you know there's a lot of top-down, but what, what are the bottom-up activities and initiatives happening that are bettering our city and so what are some of the challenges that we're facing and how could we kind of take that approach and apply it to get a better outcome yeah that would be great and so when people come to this um the walks the program what do you want them to leave having learnt and hoping to maybe have then benefit and put towards the city I think not only with what would Jane do, but with everything that we do at Open House, it's very much about encouraging public participation or civic participation in conversations about the city. So trying to encourage everybody to have a voice. Um, This isn't just for planners or policy makers or um, design professionals to talk about and to work on. A city is for everybody. And so we really want to encourage people to get involved in discussion um, and think a little bit more deeply about how does design impact the city that we live in now and also um, in the future. Um, so, th- so that's what we're trying to do and I guess with what would Jane do that's taking it one step further and looking at things like citizen activism and how historically that has shaped cities and how that could help us shape Melbourne in the future. I was going to ask that as well. So it's not just the city planners <laughs> and people no. in the planning industry. 
Yeah, no, exactly. It's about empowering people to be part of the discussion and part of the solution. Um, and I know that sounds like a really grand statement, but, you know, we try and do that across all of the different programs, um, including the Open House Melbourne Weekend, which happens at the end of July, by opening up buildings to people and for them to talk with architects and talk with design professionals and historians and people who are really passionate about a building. They'll learn more about it, value it more, and feel like they can, yeah, have a design dialogue confidently instead of feeling like it's not their place. That's really good because I often find when something happens in the city, you've got a lot of people who are going to be saying something negative or something positive, hopefully, and whereas this, someone can actually come in and put their opinion in and have it then hopefully spoken to with everyone else and hear their thoughts and then hopefully one day it will happen in Melbourne. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I think that's part of it is, is trying to um, develop informed debate um, and so encouraging people to learn about the issues and challenges and also success stories of the city, its built environment. And so instead of it sort of being, you know, headlines in newspapers about uh, rapid growth and um, skyscrapers and, you know, urban sprawl, let's actually provide a platform for people to learn more about those challenges and issues and then get involved in, in trying to rectify some of those or get involved involved in celebrating what's great about our city because there's so many wonderful things about Melbourne and Melbourne's built environment that we need to celebrate, protect, um, you know, and uh, yeah, I guess just generally support. Going back to what we have to rectify, what are our downfalls right now in your opinion? <laughs> uh, that's a very big question. <laughs> uh, look, this, you know, there's lots of challenges. We're a city developing really rapidly, and so with that comes growing pains. I think that's what we're experiencing with Melbourne at the moment. Um, there's some really wonderful development happening, but there's also some questionable development happening. We've got some very high-density towers going up, which is not a bad thing. High-density is important when done right, but I think what we're starting to see is some of these developments don't necessarily uh, have generosity at a street level. Um, aren't really thinking about the human experience and the human scale of streets and a city. And that's not across Melbourne, but just in pockets. And I think that's something that we need to really keep an eye on. And that, and obviously urban sprawl, is, is a major issue and challenge for Melbourne and not something that we can solve easily. But we do need to think about how do we apply medium density across larger pockets of the city so we're not having people commuting for hours at a time trying to get to their, their homes or, or places of work. Sorry, probably a stupid question, but what do you mean by medium density? Well, so with the high density, we've got these big tall towers going up, which mm-hmm. have got, a, you know, hundreds of apartments in them. Medium density tends to be sort of between, oh, it's a good question in terms of uh, number of, say, residents in a block, but tends to be smaller scale. So around that sort of three to four to up to seven storey height. Okay. More spread out across land rather than going up tall. We're seeing a lot of that happening across, say, Collingwood and Brunswick and these high growth suburbs. But we do need to think about how we actually apply that across metropolitan Melbourne in a more sustainable way. Mm-hmm. And in the program, is there anything about, for example, for first home buyers who are struggling right now with trying to find somewhere to buy in Melbourne? In the program? Well, look, I guess as part of the weekend, we've got a number of interesting uh, residential projects by emerging architects. And what these projects represent are smaller spaces or smaller living in an urban environment. So a smaller footprint, you know, smart design solutions that allow couples or individuals or families to live in smaller spaces. And so I think that's a really interesting thing to come and have a look at, how you can have a, a smaller footprint which allows you to live in the suburbs that you want to live in rather than being kind of pushed out and, mm. and forced into buying larger McMansions out in the outer suburbs. Definitely. Well, thank you. I think that's everything. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? 
No, I think I think that covers it. I just encourage everybody to get out across the month of July and um, and for the open house weekend, uh, which is the 29th and 30th of July, and all of the program, which majority of it is free, especially the weekend. It's all free to enter these spaces. Um, you can visit the open house website, so openhousemelbourne.org. Beautiful, and that's to register. So everyone has to register in order to come. No, not at all. Oh, no, beautiful. You so you just work out. Yeah, yeah. I just encourage you to go to the website because that's where everything is. So you can see all of the buildings, all of the what's on, and you can plan um, your weekend because it, you can't get to 200 buildings. So <laughs> it's good to have a look and see what you're interested in. And also the Jane Jacobs What Would Jane Do program is listed there in detail. Some events you have to book into, but generally a lot you just turn up on the day and, um, yeah, and, and enjoy. Amazing. And it launched yesterday and it runs till 30th of July. Well, that's, yes, that's a What Would Jane Do. So um, this, I think nearly every day at ACMI, Citizen Jay in Battle for the City is playing. I do recommend um, getting down there to have a look. It's got some great historical footage of Manhattan from the 1930s up. And um, it really looks at the tension between urban regeneration and trying to preserve what makes um, a city special and a city's identity. Amazing. Thanks so much, Emma, for talking to us. Thanks, Christina. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that's really interesting. I didn't know anything about that, but it's good to know that there are people in Melbourne who've got quite the good opinions about our future and how the city's going to be in the years to come. Yeah, working with Acme to sort of bring that to everyone. Yeah. Very accessible. It's and a good way of doing it. Also good, um, quite re- relatable for people who in the younger age, Definitely, I think, yeah. being at Acme. Amazing. Yeah. You're listening to Art Smith.